Official Tweet of President Donald Trump at the real Donald Trump, October 12, 2020. Mike, prima donna Pompeo is such a loser! Exclamation point. He still cannot get over the fact that I fired him because he had no control over the State Department. Too busy shining his past medals! Exclamation point. If the prima donna would have done his job, the Dems could never have brought their loser impeachment. No collision, no impeachment. Warren will lose like the rest of them. Exclamation point. MAGA! Exclamation point. Welcome to a new episode of Defection, a production of Tariog Studios. We repeat, the events described in this audio drama occur in the future, in October of 2020 and beyond. This is a work of speculative fiction, so far in Defection. Hey Maddie, this is Jonah. Something um, weird has come up at work and it looks like I'll be leaving town for a few days. I have no idea where I'm going or uh, why I'm going, but I was just called into the deputy director's office and told that I would be leaving town tonight and to wait for further instructions. Memorandum to file, 1 a.m., October 12, 2020, Andrews Air Force Base. I am currently walking onto the tarmac in the middle of the night, waiting to board Air Force One the official flight of the President of the United States. Oh my God, there's the President and the First Lady. No mistaking those two. Внимание! Говорит и показывает Москва. Hello. Hello, Mr. Ellison. I'm Sandy Reinhardt. I work for the Office of White House Counsel. Yes, Mr. Reinhardt. I remember from the introduction on Air Force One. How are you? Fine, thank you. Sorry to disturb you, but we need to head over to the embassy now for your detailed briefing. Just one question. Do you love your country? Well, of course I do. Why would you even ask that? This is Jonah Ellison. I'm a senior attorney at the Department of Justice. This is my memorandum to file, 5.30 p.m., October 13th, 2020, U.S. Embassy, Moscow. I've just let, left a meeting with a bunch of lawyers, including Sandy Reinhardt from the White House Counsel Office. For the record, I have just been briefed by said Mr. Reinhardt from the White House Counsel Office. For the record, I cannot believe what they're asking me to do. And for the record, I do not want to do it. It's outrageous. For the record, I'm fucked. My passport's missing. What? Where the hell is my passport? Now, relax and enjoy as we continue our cautionary tale, Defection.
one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Jennifer, hi, this is Jonah Ellison. I'm uh, calling you on the uh, hotel phone leaving you this message. I, I don't have any other way to get a hold of you. First of all, my apologies. I was not down in the hotel bar as uh, we agreed. It was, I just couldn't do anything about it. I had gotten called into another meeting with one of Sandy Reinhardt's people where uh, I got the paperwork on uh, my assignment, uh, the exact paperwork. I'm about to review it all right now. Um, I'm not feeling very comfortable about this, as I told you, and uh, I would like to get together and discuss things with you after I've had a chance to kind of assess the situation. Listen, uh, I don't know where you are, but if you see Mr. Reinhardt, would you please let him know that I am uh, trying to get a hold of him, okay? I need to speak with him face-to-face. Again, I apologize, and uh, thanks, and we'll get together soon, hopefully very soon. Bye. I'm sure they're going to want this back, so I'm going to uh, read this memorandum out loud and uh, keep a recording of it to cover my own ass. This is a memorandum to file, 2 a.m., October 13th, 2020. This is Jonah Ellison. I'm an attorney, senior attorney with the uh, Department of Justice in the uh, Special Litigation Group for the Constitutional Law Sector. I'm in Moscow, and I'm sitting in a small conference room at the United States Embassy in Moscow. I've been provided a memorandum by Sandy Reinhardt, who is the Deputy Director of the White House Counsel's Office. It uh, is my official brief from what I'm going to do. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read it into the uh, recorder now. It's on the letterhead of the Office of White House Counsel. And uh, it's titled Memorandum to Legislation and Proclamation Drafting Team from Sandy Reinhardt, Deputy White House Counsel, Office of White House Counsel, RE, Pending Declaration of National Emergency. It was dated yesterday, October 12, 2020, for close supervision and circulation. Uh, There's a section right underneath, all cap, all bold, titled CAUTION, colon. This memorandum is a privileged document. The Office of the President of the United States and the individual Donald J. Trump currently and lawfully vested in his corpus with all those powers set forth in the United States Constitution for the Office of President, hereby asserts attorney-client privilege as to the matters addressed herein. Any violation of the President's privilege will be deemed a criminal act and, because of the sensitive matters addressed herein, shall be characterized as an act of sedition and treason and shall be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law with maximum penalty. Uh, Personal aside, I assume they're trying to tell me that that means the death penalty. The body of the uh, memorandum goes on. We are tasked by order of the President with preparing a declaration of national emergency pursuant to Title 50, USCA Section 1621, of which I'm very aware and intimately involved with, to wit, subsection A, as follows. With respect to acts of Congress authorizing the exercise, 
during the period of a national emergency of any special or extraordinary power, the President is authorized to declare such national emergency. Such proclamation shall immediately be transmitted to the Congress and published in the Federal Register. Subsection B. Any provision of law conferring powers and authorities to be exercised during a national emergency shall be effective and remain in effect only when the President, in accordance with this subsection, specifically declares a national emergency. Based upon this statutory language, the President has directed us to prepare a proclamation titled Declaration of National Emergency by reason of domestic and foreign terrorist interference in the lawful election scheduled for November 3rd, 2020. Uh, the next subsection on the memo is uh, entitled Findings. The President is in possession of substantial and credible evidence that both domestic and foreign terrorists are planning to interfere in the upcoming election. The President has directed us to prepare a declaration of national emergency in order to suspend the November 3rd federal election with such time, until such time, as he determines in his sole discretion, actions may proceed without the threat of unlawful and criminal interference. Furthermore, the President has directed us, his attorneys, to prepare all transmittal documents to effect such suspension of elections and to prepare all supporting legal documents to defend said action in a United States court of law should such an eventuality occur. The President wishes to review said proclamation no later than 48 hours from today. End of memorandum. Whew. Dear Lord, that monster plans to go forward with a legal usurpation of the presidency. He's just going to take over and stay in office as long as he wants in his sole discretion. And I'm supposed to be his damn hatchet man. Fuck that. Chris, there seems to be a growing sense of anxiety here at the White House. Sources are whispering that the presidential delegation that is now in Moscow will be there for an extended period of time. No one understands what exactly is transpiring as aides are scrambling to contain what is an explosion of speculation here in Washington. Theories for the mysterious trip are as numerous as fish in the sea. But most prevalent theme seems to be centered around President Trump pulling off the master stroke of international diplomacy, a huge multi-party deal centered on North Korea, Iran, and Russia's nuclear ambitions. Insiders believe it may be the only way for him to win re-election, especially in light of the new articles of impeachment, which were filed just last week but no one seems to know for certain. And all we do know is that more White House personnel is heading to Russia's capital. We're working on the story hard, Chris, and we will get back to you as soon as we learn more. 
This is Chad Funderburg reporting from the White House. Record your message after the tone. Hi, Maddie. This is your dad. Um, listen, we need to keep using this uh, WhatsApp, okay? Uh, things are not going uh, well for me here. I, uh, I think I took the wrong assignment, and I'm uh, going to try to uh, get on a flight and get home as soon as I possibly can. Things are, uh, are not what I wanted them to be, and uh, I can't really talk about it. But uh, I'll be home soon, so keep, a high, keep an eye on the house, and uh, I'll see you as soon as I can. Bye-bye. What, what's, this, what's this message from, from Jennifer Boyle? Um, let me see. One, two, three, four. Uh, blue sky all. What? All the, all the pre, the president's business is demanding. What? What the? This is getting way too cloak and dagger for me. Official tweet of President Donald Trump at the real Donald Trump, October twelfth, two thousand twenty. Russia is a better ally to the United States than any freeloader NATO member! Exclamation point. Who cares about the past with the Soviet Union? Question mark. Modern Russia, under my friend Vladimir Putin, is the kind of partner we need. Exclamation point. Tough, smart, and loyal. Working on something big here in Moscow that will change the world and keep our nation, along with Russia, on top. Exclamation point. Roll with Russia. Exclamation point. Hello, Mr. Reinhardt. I'm glad you were able to see me on such short notice. Ah, Jonah. Yes, I was just finishing up some of the briefing I need to get to the president later today. Jennifer Boyd stopped by and told me you had requested a few minutes of my time. Fine with me. Have a seat. What can I do for you? Well, it's about the memo on preparing a national emergency declaration I just got. I'm, I'm really having some problems with this. Problems? What kind of problems? Problems like drafting issues? Do you need some legal materials? You know, we can still access our databases through the embassy servers. Uh, no, Mr. Reinhardt. Sandy. Remember, Jonah, please call me Sandy. Okay, Sandy. No, it's not legal materials. I'm not having any problems with the mechanics or materials I need to draft the proclamation and declaration. I can do that easy enough. I'm having problems with the justification and the legality of the national emergency itself, of whether or not it's legal to suspend the federal elections. Ah, I see. Well, that is an easy fix. I can help you with that problem. Here it is. It is not your concern. That is what the Office of Legal Counsel is for. Obviously, you've met both Patricia and Matthew from OLC. They have been in all of our meetings. Yeah, I've met them both. Good people, I assure you. Together they have a combined 39 years at OLC or other related Department of Justice post. They are highly competent government lawyers. Jonah, I assure you. 
very bright, very loyal to the president. It is their job to opine on the legality of national emergency declaration, not yours. Your job is to draft the proclamation, the declaration, and all the related paperwork, including the transmittal letters to Congress. A simple division of responsibilities. An easy solution to your dilemma that should alleviate your concerns, right? Well, Mr. Sandy, no it doesn't, actually. I have spent a great deal of time studying national emergency declarations and the related law. Yes, of course you did, Jonah. That is why you are here. You wrote the last national emergency declaration we issued on the invasion of the southern border. The president loved it. He asked for you personally on this task. You should feel proud. In fact, it is probably not out of line to let you know he has requested that you move up at DOJ. Well, listen, thank you, Sandy, but I still need to voice my concerns. I do not think this declaration to suspend the elections on November 3rd has a good chance to survive a legal challenge. The president just survived an impeachment trial in the Senate by two votes. His poll numbers are dropping, and there is a basis to believe another impeachment is underway in the House of Representatives right now, surrounding all that mess coming out of Saudi Arabia and the president's ownership of the Riyadh Trump Tower hotel that's hidden in Jared Kushner's Shell Corporation. Whoa, 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 whoa there, Nelly. Interesting you follow all that witch hunt crap, but that is not really our ballpark now, is it? More importantly, that is not what Petition Matthew believed. In fact, they are preparing the finishing touches on an OLC memo that includes exactly the opposite. The Office of Legal Counsel is about to adopt that memo, and Attorney General Barr plans on signing it into policy. I can assure you that if the president assesses in his sole discretion based upon material evidence a real and serious threat to the integrity of our federal elections, he can declare a national emergency and suspend an election until such time as the threat is contained or their words, Jonah, not mine. Yes, I understand that, but I do not concur that in these highly charged times the president can unilaterally decide to postpone an election that would decide his own fate and... Jonah, Jonah, enough. Do you think OLC understands the legalities involved? Do you think that Patricia and Matthew are dummies? No, of course you don't. I have read the draft of their memo, and let me tell you, my friend, it is a doozy, a brilliant masterwork. They nailed it. Their conclusion is clear as vodka over ice. Not only does the president have the constitutional power to suspend the elections indefinitely, he has the absolute duty to do so if he believes the threat is to our election integrity is real. In fact, they have concluded that if he failed to declare a national emergency faced with exactly the type of evidence we have in hand today, that in itself would be an impeachable offense. Evidence? What evidence? I need that information, Sandy, to at least reference it in general in the proclamation. Ah, and so you do. See, this conversation has produced a positive result. Okay, Jonah, in the highest confidences then, we have verified evidence collected by the intelligence community that China, North Korea, and Russia have taken active steps to interfere in the elections about to occur in just a few weeks. Sandy, that is nuts. We are in Russia right now. We're in Moscow. The president is meeting with Putin as we speak, I'm told. Exactly, Jonah. Calm down. 
The president is attempting to see if he can somehow get Mr. Putin to rein in these rogue Russian hackers who are attacking us. My understanding is that representatives from North Korea and China are arriving tonight to join them. Well, so you are telling me that we know for a fact that these countries that are attacking us, our elections, and the president, wants to suspend the elections indefinitely, which results in him staying in office indefinitely until such time as he can convince three authoritarian regimes to stop cyber-attacking us? That is exactly what I'm telling you. No, I'm sorry. I do not buy it. That, listen, that is outrageous. That is not a national emergency. That could easily be viewed by the courts as a conspiracy to usurp the presidency. All right, Jonah, stop right there. I've had about enough of this line of talk. Listen up. The decision is not up to you or me. That is up to the Office of Legal Counsel and the Attorney General. For now, we do as ordered. I do as ordered. You do as ordered. Your job is to stop wasting time worrying about the basis for the president's decision. Just worry about your part of the puzzle. Get the damn proclamation and declaration drafted, capiche? Well, no. That is not something I can do so readily or I can agree to. Listen, I need to... I... You don't need to agree to anything, Jonah. Your agreement on anything is unnecessary. You just need to draft a damn declaration. That is why you are here. That is your job. With respect, I cannot do that, Sandy. You will need to... I don't need to do anything, Mr. Ellison. You do. Hear me clearly now. You have until tomorrow tops to get me a damn draft and a damn fine declaration at that, or there will be consequences. Really? Well, well, I'm sorry to inform you, Mr. Reinhardt. That is just not the right approach with me. That just crossed the line. If you want to send me home right now, that's okay. If you need me to resign my position at DOJ, I'll do so, but under protest. I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in you, and I'm going to pretend you did not just speak those words to me. So I'm going to give you a little time to reconsider your position. While you do... I want to remind you about the non-disclosure and national security protection agreement you signed before we left D.C. You may not have been paying overly close attention to the terms of that 54-page document, but you have effectively agreed to accept reserve military duty temporary status when you took this assignment. Because we are heading overseas, and in order to protect you and the mission, you are standing here effectively drafted with the nominal rank of a major in the United States Army Reserve. Helps you pay and retirement. It also means you will do as you were told. Listen, I am not in the military, Mr. Sanderson. <laughs> well, Jonah, it's like the old song goes. You're in the Army now. You're not behind the plow. You know what? I've had enough of this. I quit, all right? Enough games. I'll see you in court when you get home, Mr. Sanderson. And how do you plan to get home, Mr. Ellison? Well, I am happy to catch a commercial flight and then sue you to recoup the expenses. Listen, I've had enough of Air Force One. <laughs> Don't you need a passport to get out of Moscow, Mr. Ellison? What? You have it! You son of a bitch! You had it taken out of my room, didn't you? Listen, you returned my passport to me right this minute. <laughs> I do not have, have it, Mr. Ellison. 
I think the two Russian protective detail officers standing outside this door waiting to escort you back to your room do have it locked up somewhere. Why don't you demand that they give it back? You speak Russian. By the way, Mr. Ellison, not possessing your passport on your person at all times in Russia gets you locked up. Who will you call to get you out? The embassy? President Trump's embassy? And you know I don't speak Russian, you bastard. I'll forget you said that too. Now get out of here. I'll give you until 9 tomorrow morning to get me a draft of the National Emergency Declaration. I am warning you it better be superb. The best work you've ever done. Or be prepared to have some Russian thugs demand to see your passport. Boy, you really, really are a bastard. You think I'm a bastard now, Jonah? Wait till you're locked up in a stinking Russian prison cell and learn that your daughter, Maddie, back in D.C., has been arrested for conspiracy to commit treason against the United States. We can make that happen as well. See you in the morning. Official tweet of President Donald Trump. At the real Donald Trump. October 12, 2020. Our hearts go out to the victims in San Francisco! Exclamation point. What a terrible bombing! Exclamation point. Nothing but praise for our wonderful law enforcement. 400 dead. Might have been 4,000. It's time for California to wake up! Exclamation point. Pelosi and Shifty Shift have opened the door to illegal immigrant terrorists! Exclamation point. Governor Knucklehead Newsom is weak. California is a sitting duck! Exclamation point. It's time to begin summary deportations! Exclamation point. If you are not a U.S. citizen, why should you benefit from wasteful due process? Question mark. So lawyers can make money! Exclamation point. Vote Trump to end the invasion. Mr. Ellison, excuse me. Uh, yes? Mr. Ellison, my name is Marcus Taylor. I am one of the cultural attaches here at the embassy. Oh, all right. Well, what can I do for you, Mr. Teller? Uh, I'm in a bit of a rush here. I understand, and I'm going to keep you a moment. Would you mind stepping into my office, just over here? I have something for you, and then I'll let you go back to another busy day in Moscow. Blue sky and all. Uh, oh, um, the president's business is demanding. Exactly. We don't have a lot of time, Mr. Ellison. As Jennifer mentioned to you, you are not alone in your concerns about the president's plans. But what can I do about it? They threaten me that if I don't cooperate and draft the damn paperwork to suspend the elections in a few weeks, I'll be thrown in a Russian prison cell and my daughter in D.C. might be arrested. Listen, Mr. Teller, I can't fight that. I don't know how. You won't have to fight alone. We are working on a plan to put a stop to this. Well, well, well who's we? A group of concerned patriots who believe the president's plans are criminal. Now hurry, we can talk later. Empty your briefcase on the desk. Put everything in here. Wait a minute. That looks exactly like my briefcase. Where did you get an exact copy? Not an appropriate question, Mr. Ellison. 
Remember, you are the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. We have a great deal of experience in meetings like this. You're CIA, aren't you? This briefcase is not an exact copy, Mr. Ellison. Look. Cool. A secret compartment? Oh, that's so cliche. My God, what is in there? Wait, is that my passport? My missing passport? How did you get it? This is an embassy, Mr. Ellison. It's new, but slightly different. What? Wait a minute. That, that's my picture, but that's not my name. Who is, who's Thomas Walls? You are, when the time comes. I put everything in the new case. We will get to you soon. Do your job, raise no more objections. The new password is Denver, Colorado. If anybody approaches you and mentions Denver, Colorado, they are one of us. Jennifer is too. Now go. Well, well thank you. What, what about my daughter? I guarantee you she will be safe. Now go. And good luck to us all. A priority message from Maddie. What can this be about? Dad, someone called me and told me that you're not doing what you're supposed to. Try to do it. Call me back. Official tweet of President Donald Trump at the real Donald Trump, October 12th, 2020. Retweet article from Breitbart News, colon, How Elizabeth Warren slept her way to the Senate, colon, Demand she destroyed with her devious sexual appetite. Wow, exclamation point. She makes poor Jeffrey Epstein look like an angel, exclamation point. Keep her out of the White House, exclamation point. Vote Trump, exclamation point. It's obvious. We're playing hardball here. Threatening to put me in jail. Threatening to come after Maddie. Doing everything they can. Well, that's okay. I can play hardball too. We'll just see exactly how they like it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Defection. Brought to you by Taryag Studios. Please look for new episodes defection coming soon on your preferred podcast platform. Please follow us. Please subscribe. We appreciate it.